Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tian Tian. Now, coffee is on the agenda for us today with a Starbucks Corporation set to unveil its results for the first quarter of fiscal year 2023. Now, according to Yahoo Finance analysts, expecting a 8.6% on-year improvement in revenue amid accelerating same-store sales and unit growth, as well as a margin explosion. Now, aside from the sales figures, it is also an exciting time for Starbucks in the U.S. with changes to rewards program and more. But what is the situation like for operations here in Singapore, which is owned by Hong Kong-based Maxim Cateris? And how would Starbucks Singapore navigate issues surrounding its relationship with customers, workers and fellow industry players? Now, for more, let's speak to Patrick Quark. He's the general manager of Starbucks Singapore. Welcome to the show, Patrick. No, thank you for having me. Uh, Patrick, um, back in November, Starbucks Corporation in the U.S. saw same-store sales grow 11%, despite prices uh, going up by 6% from a year ago. To what extent is demand inelastic in Singapore? How is demand like? So I think it's great. I would say it's great. Um, maybe we'll put, uh, look at in Singapore. I think the business environment was tough under COVID, right? But I think it gave us some time to build the resilience. And we didn't stop investing in our people, innovations, technologies, and sustainability in the last few years. And I would say the cross-functional team and the retail team have done an amazing job in taking care of each other, um, op- uh, optimizing the business and enhancing, and enhancing our efficiency. So I would say that 2022 business recovery was great because of the stronger foundations. And also we would like to thank the Singapore government in leading um, COVID management and economic recovery. In mm. 2023, we have new challenges, but we have confidence to do even better. Right, and uh, talk about rising inflation. How would you position Starbucks as a form of perhaps luxury, uh, affordable luxury to its existing customer base? So what are you doing in terms of the price product mix to align with that positioning then? Yeah, I would say, use the word, uh, we, have, um, we have something for everyone. <laughs> I would say. So I think you talk about positioning, we will uh, we'll call ourselves a fast-moving coffee and lifestyle brand with people and planets in mind and, pile, and powered by technologies. So we are trying to understand the demands and listening to the needs of customers. And Starbucks offer wild selections of drinks and food to suit different customer profiles and fit different phases of their coffee journeys. I would say it's more like the positioning is more like personalizations, customizations, and fit the lifestyle, uh, lifestyle of the customers. So that mm. means we have everything, like for example, um, customized drinks, uh, trendy products, and for coffee lovers, we have reserved coffees. And about the loyalty customers, we have our reserve, Starbucks reward programs. Hmm. I have two questions. One is, yeah. will that have uh, will that positioning of having something for everyone be casting the net too wide? That's the first question. The second question has to do with loyalty and your rewards program. Starbucks Corporation mm-hmm. at the US level making changes to that. Customers need to spend more money to get free coffees. What is the situation like in Singapore and how are you building that relationship with customers? Okay, I will um, talk about the Starbucks reward program because in Singapore we have a different Starbucks reward programs. So I think that the, uh, the Singapore reward program is developed by within Singapore. So um, uh, I think we are more focusing on giving the customer convenience 
So I think our Starbucks reward program is linked to our mobile and pay, and we want to provide the convenience um, experience to our customers. For example, like you can do the mobile and pay and skip the queue and pick up the drinks in um, in the at the store. You can choose delivery. You can have also online store and all the activities you can collect stars and you can redeem reward through those channels. Mm. I'd like to talk about that positioning as well, uh, Patrick. Do you think that having something for everyone would be casting your net too wide at this point in time? And if that's not the case, appreciate if you could enlighten us as well. Oh, yeah, sure. So I think for something for everyone, that means personalization. This is, this is a trend for the customers. They want something for themselves. So I think personalizations, customizations is the trendy uh, developments for the business. So I think that means that's my definition for, uh, for something for everyone. For example, if you want convenience, we have the technologies. So um, if you want uh, healthy choices, we have um, more like um, plant-based uh, options for the, uh, for the customers. Um, I mean, the more healthier choices. So that, this is how we look at ourselves and define the personalization and customizations. What type of investments then would you need to make to be able to cater to that uh, sort of wide-ranging demand while remaining uh, still very commercially viable in that sense? So I think is uh, I would say we need to thanks for the long-term plan because we have started this project for five years ago because we have an end goal to provide more flexibility to customers. So I think start from 2018. So we develop our own system. We provide the delivery, um, e-commerce, and also the mobile and pay. And at the back end, we have integrated all the system so that we can provide the convenience to our customers. And also we spend like around three years to develop our reward system to make sure we have all the convenience. And about um, the drinks, the trendy products, uh, we, okay, we, in the last five years, we speed up our like product rotations. So the fun, the fun fact is like you have, we will have interesting and new products like drinks, food, merchandise, and promotions almost every one or two weeks. And okay, you mentioned that. <laughs> I, I must ask about this because the listeners will probably be wondering what new drinks can they expect from Starbucks Singapore? Okay. Okay, today I will say unexpected um, products <laughs> and merchandise. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so we'll come back next time and talk more about that as well. Sure, sure. But I think maybe we can um, take some like in, uh, interesting um, past products like um, we have the Shokachinos for the National Day. And last year we worked with the um, Fila and also with the Ankuigui which is the local icons for, for our merchandise. So I think you will see, I would say use the word unexpected collaborations in drinks, products, and merchandise. All right, keeping us excited there, Patrick. If you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to Patrick Kwok, General Manager of Starbucks Singapore. Well, uh, Patrick, uh, talking about building relations, Starbucks Corporation in the US saw nationwide uh, union elections. It's been generating some attention there. On your end, how does Starbucks Singapore aim to further your relationship with workers here in Singapore? So um, first of all, this is the Starbucks culture. We want to create a warm uh, culture of warm and inclusions within the company. So I think we believe in 
uh, creating a fun environment and open communication. So in Singapore, we have uh, we have the open forums like physically and digitally, and we have a uh, we have our partners experience surveys. Partners in Singapore, our employee we call we call each other partners. So I think we are very proud. One thing is um, for each open forums, we receive around like ten hundred and thousand questions. We are able to answer ninety to ninety five percent of the questions. That means we are quite. Um, understanding the ground and also we have learned something new from them like those like five or ten percent are those new ideas so and and also like we are the best employer in Singapore the best in uh, the best employer in FMB and also employer of choices uh, employer of choice and also uh, start from uh, two years ago we start something more related to the mental wellness so now our managers are trained and certified to provide uh, mental health support to uh, their store teams and peers. Mm. And Patrick, I'm just going to put these two questions together since they are related. What are the top three trends you have observed in the industry that you are in? And uh, what is the road ahead for Starbucks Singapore in the next three to five years? Any targets, for instance? So I think for the beverage industry, the trend is, uh, first of all, is the adjustment of the sugar level in drinks. The second one is the consumer trends in shifting towards more like healthy and um, uh, health and wellness and also sustainability. Those are the three big trends in the uh, beverages industries. But um, talk about the long-term plan, I'm very excited about that because I'm a big fan of the, uh, of the Singapore master plan. So I will see, although we have like 150 stores in Singapore, we still see a lot of growth potentials. When you look at the MLT, like growth, all the regional hubs and all the developments, we and we find that there's a lot of opportunity to grow our footprints in Singapore. And also we are one thing is very interesting is um, we have completed almost 60 projects about the differential store design. We want to ensure every single store has their own design and art pieces. So this is um I mean the third place for 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 our customers. So that's why we want to make it nice and great. Right, you talk about changing store designs. Uh, what's the rationale behind that refresh? That's the first thing. And second thing is, in Starbucks Taiwan, they have a community concept cafe in the Siulin Township. Mm -hmm. Is this a concept that Starbucks Singapore is considering in the foreseeable future? I think we spend um, a lot of effort in uh, working with the different non-profit organizations in Singapore. I think it's a process to understand uh, which is the right, the best um, uh, directions for Singapore. So we are still working on that. But uh, we have a long-term relationship with the Autism Resources Centers and also Mindset uh, Singapore. So I think we are working on different directions. I think at the right time, we will uh, do something especially for Singapore. All right, exciting days ahead and always keeping us uh, alert <laughs> at work and also alert as to what's ahead for Starbucks Singapore. Thanks very much, Patrick. That was Patrick Kwok, General Manager, Starbucks Singapore. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.